and go. This song is one of my favorites. It's called Somebody to Love. with me introducing the podcast because Mrs. Woog is quite hungover and, and, a little bit, and a little bit teary from George Michael singing Queen. So welcome everyone to The Hot Flush, the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. I am Kim Berry, the co-host of this remarkable podcast. And I am Mrs. Woog, the other co-host of this remarkable podcast. And yes, I am hungover and a little bit uh, emotional. And I'd just like to say to all you beautiful listeners, this is season four. Season four. Season four. And we were going to have a break, but you, you just can't. You just can't. We just, well, I just missed everyone and I, I missed know. this and I missed, I had to see you and it was just like, no, okay, let's do it on New Year's Day and bang, we've got a bottle of Prosecco open and I uh, spent some time on Boxing Day morning feeling like there seems to be a theme here. Yes. Hungover. <laughs> and the sales were all on. And I was lying in bed scrolling through my phone and I found a good sale at Dectuba, which is... I've uh, never known how to pronounce no it. No one does. Everyone always... <laughs> anyway. Dectuba. And Dec-tuba. before you know it, I had added to cart a whole heap of things, which I haven't opened yet because <sighs> I thought I should open them in front of you guys while Kim gives a visual... Summation. Uh, audio summation because I think some of the clothes will be quite unusual. Okay. Come on, let's go. Oh, you're going to start with that? Yeah. Okay. Come on, we're off with a bang. Right, um, and while I and while I'm going to move into the hot seat, which is the good seat, and uh, Kate's opening the package, and I just want to say we chose somebody to love because a George Michael and Queen, what is not to love, uh, but also for those who are having a rocky, a rocky festive season and a rocky holiday, we love you. We love you, and if you're looking for somebody to love, you can love us because we love all of you. Okay. That's enough love in the room. I'm going to have a sip of Prosecco. Holy shit balls! There are sequins, people. There are sequins. I believe, I believe it's a sequined bomber jacket. <laughs> a sequined bomber jacket, people. We have a sequined bomber jacket. Fuck, it's awesome. It's very short. There's a little. Oh my god, you look like Kim out of Kath and Kim. <laughs> no, that's actually, it's actually really lovely. Um, just not with the skirt she's currently wearing. Oh! <laughs> Holy shitballs. She actually bought <gasps> sequined hot pants to go with it. <laughs> sequined hot pants. No. Okay, breathe. I should have worn a Depends pad. Oh my god. Uh, okay, let's do this. Oh my god, let me just look first. Oh my god, what's that thing in here? This is only going up on the hot flush 
Facebook page. Okay, t turn sort of a little bit so Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Can I get away with this unzipped? Yes, that is gorgeous. Okay. Unzipped, okay. it's a keeper. Put the shorts back on because I'm not quite sure where you'd wear them, but they're... I mean, well, they're you know, kind when, of... I, when I go to festivals. <laughs> when you go to Splendour. When I just go to Splendour in the bra. And you wear that and you wear a matching bra. You might wear a matching... See, I kind of like them. I think they could work. I think they actually could work. I, don't, I, I think your drunk purchasing self is actually... A little oh, bit more wait. of a risk taker. There's more. Okay. Why don't we just get the whole set? She got the whole set. It's a, what is it? Is it a dress or a skirt? skirt. Oh, it's a skirt. She's got a, um, skirt. a pencil skirt. Oh yeah. Sort of pencil. Midi. Uh, just above the ankle, sort of mid calf. Gorgeous. Yeah, that is that. an absolute keeper. So we'll put these two in the maybe pile. Okay, so she has literally bought three sequined a black items. Jacket. Black bomber. sequined items. A bomber jacket, hot pants. Midriff. <laughs> a midriff bomber jacket, hot pants, and, and a rather fetching skirt. And a rather fetching, lovely, sort of just mid-calf length, unoffensive sequined shirt. A, a skirt, I should say. What is that? Oh, it's, a, it's shiny. Oh, of course it's shiny. Oh, what you oh do hello. Okay, they're satinish, satinish <laughs> pants. Um, okay. They're gorgeous. Okay, so we keep these? Yep. Okay. They're really nice. It's a, just a satin pant. It's got an elastic um, thing around the bottom, or, uh, the ankle. I'll put all of these um, but they're um, up. <laughs> they're actually lovely. Are they different at the back? Yeah, they're shiny at the front and... Oh, no, they're all the same. Yeah. Just t-shirt. Oh, and a blue stripe. I'm wearing my blue stripe today. I'll leave mine on because then we can match. Oh, okay. That's a, that's quite a lovely blue stripe. Okay, is that nice? I'm going to yeah. this now. It's a bit tight. Oh, but, not know. tight, but like... Oh, and a khaki. Oh, my God. She's got a beaches uniform. She's got a northern beaches uniform. I do, my God, I do. You do. A blue khaki. Drop crotch. And a drop crotch. Uh, hair, like drop crotch khaki pants. I want those pants. Oh my god. They're good, aren't they? I think like I might $20. need dollars. To... Are they? Yeah. Oh, I might need to go and try them on. That's okay. That's working for me on many levels. So there you go, everyone. <laughs> okay, that's not that's not as much of a train wreck as I thought it was. Well, you know, I took a risk. The the, the, uh, the I might. I'm going to try those those on later. These are good. These are good. Yeah, I'm going to try them on later just because I might get a pair. Because see how they're nice and tight around the calf? Yeah. That's Deck Juba. Thanks, Deck Juba. Um, I think nothing I don't need. I don't think I need it's to send nice. anything it's quite back. Light. Yeah, I wouldn't send any of it back. But I will put a link up um, on the Facebook page to all of these clothes in case someone needs okay. to. Yes. Okay, moving on. That was exciting. Uh, wow. I'm out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, did like seriously. your face when, when you saw me in my bomber jacket. Sweet Jesus. As soon as the sequins came out, I went, oh, hello. This is going to be a bit of fun. But they're actually really lovely. Thank you. Yeah. And that bomber jacket will be beautiful. Actually, do you know what? With just a cami, that sequin bomber, and the satin pant. Oh, listen to us. Are we actually flash fashion? We're, we're, we're fashion bloggers. We we're are. fashion bloggers. We are. Dick Juba, thank you so much for not sponsoring this um, episode. I have tagged you wherever I can. What should we talk about now? 
Um, I'm talk- I want to talk about malaise busters. Okay, what a great idea. Because I feel like... Drunk shopping seems to be a malaise buster. It was a malaise buster. Um, like, yeah. trying them on. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. They're really good. Oh, and they're nice fabric. They're nice and thick fabric. We're talking about the khaki drop crotch. I love a drop crotch. Love. Because you've got a big box. <laughs> I, have, I have a V-dub. I have a plump mons pubis. It likes room to breathe. <laughs> A Malays Buster is listening to the Hot Flash podcast, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, there seems to be a lot of doom and gloom, and you know, starting the new year, there's so much expectation. This is going to be the best year in the, you know, 1990, whatever it was last year. What was it 2019? 2019. 2019 could get in the bin. It could get in the bin. Like, it was fucked. It was pretty much fucked for everyone. Yes. But there's still a lot of malaise around the fires and leadership and things like that. So, so what, what can you advise people to do, i.e., me? who might be stuck in a bit of malaise so early on in the year these are my go-to malaise busters no more like just no more news watching yeah so that worked for me like towards the end of last year you gave me that advice no more news watching uh and the actual just going for a walk but it doesn't need to be a cardio walk it's actually just a it's a Preamb- a, 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 what is it called? Peram- perambulate. Just perambulate around the neighbourhood. We very luckily live about four or five blocks from two great just cafes and another awesome coffee shop. And the beach. And the beach. Well, there's the beach, yeah, but all that sand. Um, oh, see, if I, if I live where you live, I'll be at that beach every day, all day. Really? I love the beach. I love the beach. I just don't need to be on it. Do you know one of the highlights with me this year, last year? Was... Hang on. Wait. So, we're Malay's busting. Okay. Come back to that. Yep. Uh, and I'll just, we'll just walk down and just get a coffee. And it's just, it's not even, it can just be half an hour. It doesn't, it doesn't even need to be that long. And it's just that little moment of like, take a breath. Mm. And I'm really encouraging one of my boys to do it at the moment because he's sort of, he's, He's wrestling with the black dog at the moment, and it's oh. his first time he's really yeah. wrestling with it. So he's sort of like, isn't this how everyone feels? And it's like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> and mean, so I think that's a really good thing. Sometimes, but yeah, and, it's another. Um, I think the standard ones that we talk about all the time, what have you got to look forward to this week? Yep. And it does not need to cost money. No. And I think that was one of the really hard things for me to understand when I had no money was I could actually do things for myself that didn't cost money because I would tell myself, well, you know, you start that message in your head. Well, I'm not, I, I can't do anything because we have no money and then I'm not, and we don't have any money because of whatever. And then, and then the net, it just spirals. And so it doesn't have to cost anything. Mm. The walk thing doesn't cost anything. No. And people go, fuck, that's not, that's not, you know, and it's like, well, what do you like? Do you like? Flat, the gardens, or do you like music, or do you like what is it reading, that you like? Reading, like writing, go and maybe, maybe go and rediscover your local library. Yeah, if you're into reading and you're trying to look have something to look forward to. So the looking forward to something which you taught me. Yes, the turning off current affairs. Yes, um, making and, the phone call. Making the phone call to a friend. Yeah, or a natter. Make a cup of tea. Text them. Say anyway. I'll call you in ten minutes. For a natter. And have a natter. Yep. There is nothing better than, you know, one of my favourite things to do is the podcast because I get the chance to have a natter with you. Yes. 
and without without gain. Yeah. Um, and it's so good to get your words out. Yes. Because if you sit in silence, yep. your brain can start fucking you over a bit. And think about every time, like every time we do the potty afterwards and I go home, we both come back to each other going, oh my God. Oh, I feel so much better. I just feel so much better. You feel and lighter. And it's the same when I catch up with Marina and Bronwyn, same thing. Yeah. It's like that battery recharge. You can all just vent and you can laugh and you can cry and you and it's that sense of community and that sense of belonging and you need to find that and if you are struggling to find that um you have to we work have, it, you have to work at it you it's, do have to yeah, work at it it's not going to come to you but use the facebook page yep and to, and and say to and say to us say to the group like, i'm really struggling to find my I, tribe i live in cowra does anyone come from cowra so yes. you want to go to the pub and have a counter lunch like yep. Because there will be someone who goes, yeah, I'm not far from Cara. Yeah. And do it. And there's chapters like, because the Works World page is a lot bigger, but they've got chapters. So they've got the Newcastle chapter. And yeah. And they all get together. And, and it's so it's so easy to be so lonely yes. in this place, which is yep. so high charge because we don't live in the village anymore, but no. we have an online village and you really must use it. Yeah. So they're my malaise busters. Yeah. I think they're all good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to having lunch with... Morning, Kate and Ness on Friday to celebrate Ness's birthday. She's the oldest of the gang. She's grandma. We told her we're going to have it in a retirement village. <laughs> but then we're all like just behind her. So By she's like six 47. months. Yeah. I was 47. Fuck. I was 47 in, eight, in December. Like in April. I meant to say the 8th of December. Oh my God. I'm like 47. Oh, I've been telling everyone I'm 47 all year, but I'm not. I'm actually 46. Yeah, you're 46. Yeah. 46 for a while still to go too, by the way. So we're going to go to you guys down at Manly and have a long lunch oh. with the beautiful people. Are you going to have some, um, what do they call them? Long, um, what are those? Langoustines. Oh, they're like fancy, like sea, like fancy shellfish. Oh, probably. Yeah, they're like yabbies, but they call them langoustine to make them sound better. But like it's they very, it's very good people. Like they don't. Yeah, you know. you go. <laughs> and you have to be super good looking to work there. Mm. You really do. I know. Yeah, you've got to be really good looking. You're going to have to wear all white. I'm going to have to wear my secret bomber jacket. <laughs> Well, he's hoping for a southerly, so you'll just have to take it with you and go, oh. And then you'll put it on and the girls will just go, holy shit, what is that? And you go, oh, this old thing. thing. Okay, my favourite things looking back last year, there's two that stand out. Was One was Ness's wedding, my friend Ness, yes. whose um, husband up and left her 10 years ago yep. um, in the middle of the fucking MasterChef finals, if you can believe that. Oh. Timing is everything, Mrs. Work. Yes, I'm watching. I get this knock on the door. I open it and there she is. And I'm like, aren't you watching the MasterChef Sh- Master finals? Grand finals. And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, come inside, Petal. Press pause. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Says but, to the telly, I will be with you later. <laughs> I will be. I have priorities. <laughs> they are happening. Sure. Okay, can you get two Diet Cokes? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Chicken twisties. Oh, and chicken twisties. A small, medium, or large. Medium. Large. Large. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, so uh, she got married to the nicest man in the universe this year and it was absolutely beautiful. It was small. It was just full of love. Um, my oh. friend Nelly made the dress. Kate did the, the make. Kate did the jewels. Mon did the makeup. Like, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding. Oh. And the other thing that I look back fondly last year was spending an hour lying with you in the lake, 
The tea tree lake. The tea tree lake. At Byron Bay. Where I just fried to the colour of a lobster. And we just had our bottoms on. We did. Yes. <gasps> we did. It was tits akimbo. It really was. That was we a wonderful really, day. The tea tree lake was just beautiful. We really solved some problems that day. We did. And we made some plans that we never really made. No, I don't I don't think we any we ever actioned any of them, but they were great at the time. <laughs> Speaking of planning, Rob and I sat down at our local cafe with a mini year planner, like you know the massive wall ones you get I where got, the, yeah. the whole like the whole years on it, yeah. not just each month. Yeah. And we sat down with a mini one, put in all of the work events that we know are coming up. Like, so I've got a couple of big, you know, th- three or four day expos and stuff. One in Melbourne, one in New Zealand later in the year. And, and you're going to use those to your advantage? Yeah, we're thinking we might take the boys to New Zealand Ooh. later in the year. Um, so if anyone has some really hot tips about what you would do if you went to New Zealand for about a week. Whereabouts in New Zealand? We'll probably do the South Island, go Queenstown. And oh, do that I'd part. love to go to Queenstown, but we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, that's just it. Could it could financially just not be possible? Um, manifest, manifest, manifest. Uh, so we sat down in the cafe and we did that, and we put that in, and we put like you know a couple of other weekends in that that one of I've already booked a surprise weekend for. Rob and I for his birthday. Oh, good. I hope you're not listening, Robert. Yeah. Oh, no, he knows. Like, that it's a surprise because he doesn't know where, it's, where, there where we're it. going. Write it down. Uh, and so... And I'll tell you if it's shit or not. Uh, oh, no, no. It's like a... It's like in the wilderness. It's like a... Yeah, write it like down. Like a, ca- a cabin. That well, I don't, shit. I don't actually... Is it going to be cold? Yeah, it's going to be in like August. Is it going to be bears? <laughs> and lions and tigers? Snakes under the bed? <laughs> no, hopefully not. It'll be too cold. But it's like a single room cabin, like in on the edge of like or in National Park, and hopefully the National Park's still there. Fuck, might just be actually. Well, I've had to cancel a trip this week. Mm. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know, a whole town burnt down yesterday. It's oh, just and the, the the deaths of those young young men. Yeah, just been so um, playing on my mind. So yeah, we did this, and then we wrote out like what our goals were for the year. He, like for each like he I thought yours robbed was his. To get your teeth done. Mine was yeah, that's on the list. Um, and uh, and then we did what what you know what our hopes are for the boys for the next twelve months and how we what we can do to sort of help them with that. Who the fuck even am I? And then even <laughs> Ash saw the Instagram picture of it and she goes, "I have a feeling this is more Rob's work than your own." And I went, "I don't even, shut up! I don't even know who you are anymore." This is like this is like <laughs> stuff that I used to love doing and then stopped doing because I had a partner who just went what? <laughs> huh? I don't even know what I'm doing this week and I'm like oh, for fun, eh? and so now it's like and also because Rob works where he works it's very task driven and KPIs yes. And, yes. and targets but the thing too. is is now in my head all of the because cl- in my head I was thinking fuck I've got the busiest year there's like three major industry like massive events and then some of them are interstate one of them's in you know and I'm just going, oh my god, how am I? Uh, and now it's out on a calendar, and I look at it and I go, okay, so that you know, oh, and there are the terms, and that's when that. Well, in big news, I'm going to get a job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What do I'm you mean? I'm going to get a job. Well, like 
You know, I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Just, I've got so much time on my hands now that the boys are big. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah. They've got Opal cards and they run themselves around. Yeah. And my job doesn't what take up do? a few months. Where are you going to go? I don't know. And I don't think anyone will employ me because I just have to Google me and go, holy shit, what a train wreck. <laughs> that's rubbish. I don't know what to do. So if anyone's got any suggestions on the page, let me know. What do you think I'd be good at? Oh, my God. So much. Really? Like what? Well, I apart really from, like what? I mean, apart from <laughs> working in the shaver shop selling um, defluffers. <laughs> what? No, oh shit. Um, no, like I'm thinking because I've been watching far too much Doctor Phil, and I just don't think it's good. No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not good. You know that he cheated on his wife. No, and yet, and yet every day she's still on that show, walks in holding no his hand. No way. Yeah, totally had an affair. Everyone loved my tweet last night when everyone was saying, where's Scott Morrison? I said, he's busy making caramelised onion tartlets for his party. He did. He had a party last night at the Kiribati House. Well, I kind of get that. Like, I get that the Prime Minister has to host some sort of New Year's Eve event. Well, where was that fucking invite? I know, right? Anyway, back to my job. (sighs) I kind of really like the idea of you doing some sort of stylist thing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Going working at Dick Juba? <laughs> no, like interior design oh, stuff. Oh, I'm dreadful at that. Really? Oh, I'm dreadful. Oh, Kim, your vision is very different to mine. <laughs> what about that like would be boring. Art? Really? Yeah. Or like art or something, like selling art. I was art thinking more or... like a, a, um, like a judge. Oh, a judge? Yeah. Oh, okay, right. So that I can decide people's fates. Mm. Inter- so, a, so a Judge Judy. A Judge Judy. A Judge Woogie. A Judge Woogie. Okay, we've got to pitch this. You know that guy at Channel 9 or who's like that Fairfaxy Channel 9 guy? J- Judge Judge Woogie. Judge Woogie. I'm going to have my own show, damn it. That's how you get a job. I'll do me, that Me. I think you should do interior design. No, Judge Woogie. <laughs> a nationally broadcast, like, Judge... Australian version of Judge Judy. And get, like, brothers and sisters to come in, husbands and wives, and then I decide who's right and who's wrong. You know who's doing that, though? Who? Kyle Sanderlands. Yeah, but he's a dick. He is a dick. I want to put a pin in him and see if he pops. <laughs> he just reckon, pop cocaine, I think. But I reckon if you put a pin in him, he'd actually just pop pus. underway <laughs> we're gonna have okay quick break because i really really don't feel well now okay we're coming back oh maybe i should put some music on no no one wants to hear that okay shit. so okay we're okay we're not actually coming back after the break we're just pressing pause and then we'll be back rightio we start, i unpaused the pause we're back i have something on the list i need to get it off my chest okay go roses chocolates different Totally fucked them. That's what they've done. It's it's Arnott's shapes all over again. Arnott's shapes. Remember when they changed they it? They changed it. And it caused such a ruckus, and I they had to, to go back to the original. And I used to like have like barbecue shapes by the bucket load, and yeah. then they changed them, and they were terrible, and so they had to change them back. Yes. I must say, though, the, the Aussie Legends range in the shapes, so good. The Vegemite and cheese. Now there's sausage sizzle, and there's meat pie. Have you tried the Lamington chips? 
No. No, I think that is an absolute bust. Uh, it's just gone too far for my liking. But it is very on trend in the food space in terms of adding sweet and savoury together and, and flavour mixes. So think, you if you go into the supermarket at the moment... In the oak flavoured milks, you'll see Jaffa and you'll see Red Skin and you'll see something Chiquito. else. Chiquito. Chiquito. Ugh. How good are milkshakes just in general? Oh, I'm having a whole renaissance with a milkshake. My mum and dad used to own a milk bar. Oh, and all the things they've done. And when they sold it, they took the old the milkshake maker for mm-hmm. on Boxing Day. The proper, Day legit. With the metal thing. Yep. On Boxing Day, mum was just churning out. Those milkshakes for everyone. It was so good. I am. I'm having a complete renaissance with a milkshake. Milkshakes are great. Tell you what is not, what hasn't changed and what is still good is quality streets. Okay. So you see, I was always a Roses over quality streets. And now Roses, they've changed the packaging on them and they've changed all of them. And now they also have bits in them. So the strawberry one has wee bits in it and the peppermint one has bits in it. Let me go and grab you a quality street. She's grabbing me a quality street. So I am furious. Furious. And I'm also thinking as as perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal women, we need to raise this. We need to do a bring back the original roses campaign. Because it's just not on. Like they're terrible. The selection is terrible. Okay, so that's enough of that. Um these holidays, so my office officially closed on um, 23rd of December. Sorry, I'm getting you a Quality Streets chocolate. Oh, no, I ate them all. I ate them all. They were very good. So I was saying that um, our office closed. I worked on the 23rd and then the office was officially closed. And we don't reopen until Monday. And I unintentionally in my head just went, I'm going to bake something every day because I'm home during the day, all day, every day. This is to my benefit too. And I have been. And I've been making jam and just chilli jam and chutneys. And one of the highlights of this baking frenzy has been I made apricot curd. So imagine a lemon curd or a lime or passion fruit. And you make it with apricot. And of course, because it's not a citrus, it's a completely different beast. It's like, it's velvety and it's, it's, oh, oh my God. It's just amazing. To the point, I did little sort of quite small tubs of it for Christmas presents and it doesn't keep that long. It only keeps for like three weeks, but seriously, yeah, it's tubbing one go. Because <laughs> Oscar, uh, Oscar, Grover tried it and then he he just stood at the fridge with it and a teaspoon and just went, can I just eat this? Like as if it's like yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if your arteries can take that at this age. I mean, it's just eggs and sugar and butter. and We've got a lot of readers' questions to go through. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, right. All right. Because this was one of the things I wanted to aim for this year. A really unflattering photo you just put up on Instagram for me, by the way. Yeah, I know. But it, it's that's not what good we're about. That's not, not we're it's about. It's not good either. It's not a good of me. Um, so not a good up. Not a good up. So that's been um, that was my baking frenzy. Um, at home at the moment, I have a complete sad Wookie. Why? So we call Oscar is our Wookie because when he cries, he actually sounds like Chewbacca. Um, he's also quite hairy. So you know, 
God love him. I, I mean, him. the world loves him. Everybody loves Wookiee. Um, he's a sad Wookiee. And so for those that are relatively new to the... Um, there quite a few of you. Yes. Uh, Oscar is my eldest, 21, has a disability, uh, and a couple of years ago developed cellulitis in his left yeah, leg. Very painful. And then basically had it every three months for about two years. Completely inexplicable. Every infectious diseases unit in Sydney was just like, we don't know why he keeps getting it. He was, there were, you name it. And then he finished school and it largely stopped. And now we've sort of had, in the last sort of three years, we've probably only had a handful of incidences, like maybe five, four or five. Anyway, he got it. Where he's like the cellulitis boy, like my Jackie is the ear, is the ear infection boy. Yeah, and so he he got it again when we were away in New York, and Felix just handled it like a champ. We now just manage it at home. Basically, as soon as he gets on well, we pretty much just start antibiotics because it's just going to go to his leg, right? And then he got it on Boxing Day, and so he's had cellulitis for you know a week. Um, it's largely cleared up, but then he went to his mate's place on what day was it? Monday. God, I don't Who know knows? What day it is. Came, home, day today. came home with a thumb that just didn't look right, and he's like, mm, a "Bit more." And I was like, "What are you doing, Jaden?" Who's his best? Like, really? He's like his best mate, completely able-bodied, bit younger. Like he's about seventeen or eighteen. Used to live across the road. Now lives down the street. And all of his mates love Oscar. They all do stuff with him and it's just a gorgeous story. But Jaden is like, he's like has, right? He's a unit and he goes and he works out at the gym and he's buff. Anyway, he's roughhousing Oscar and he's given Oscar what they call a mallet thumb. And a mallet thumb is you've just ruptured the tendon Ow. on the top of your thumb. Anything in your fingers and your nose is very sore. Very sore. So many nerve endings. Mm. But also, like, you use your hands a fair bit. Yeah, you do. And Oscar, if you even put a Band-Aid on him, then wherever that part of his body is, is completely immobilised. So he's currently, his left arm is, like, rigid. Like, it's just, oh, he won't oh, move it. And he's got this... Very dodgy splint on it from, you know, the Northern Beaches Hospital. Go, guys. <laughs> Literally made with a tongue depressor. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, so, you know, I've got a sad Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hungover Wookiee. You do have a hungover Wookiee. But he's hairless. <laughs> he doesn't hair. even... He doesn't have a hair on him. No. One of his friends ended up in the drink last night. Literally. Like, that's very funny. In the harbour. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what... The punters want to talk about. What do the punters want to talk about? Jill's got one here. Jill. Yes. I've been on leave since the 21st. This is a really, I think, a good one. Yeah. But I don't feel at all refreshed. <laughs> any tips on making the most of the days I have left before I go back to work on the 6th? I haven't done any things on the, my list other than reading a bit and catching up with friends. Every morning, oh. write, a, every morning write out a goal. Yes. Just one. Yes. Don't put 10 on it. Put yep. one. And just... And once you've done that but, one... But you want to feel refreshed. So I would say incorporate a nap into every day. Oh, yeah? A nap's good? Or even just an hour on the couch um, with with the aircon on reading a book. Mm. That sort of makes... What, has she, she caught up with friends? Yeah, she has caught up with some friends. But I think maybe a bit more catching up with friends. Yeah. Lunches are great. Maybe maybe some actual... Oh, I can't believe I'm actually no, going to say this. No, don't say exercise. No. I'm going to actually say... Maybe decluttering a little bit of mindfulness, so a little bit of meditation. Yeah, I love meditation. 
So, um, yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of apps out there. Oh, my God, so many apps. So many apps. Um, so try some of the free ones first. Headspace is good. Headspace Calm. is great. Calm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I would actually Just do a little sure bit do. of that. Yeah. Because I noticed this week I started to do the getting stressed about work next week and actually thought... I'm excited about my new job. I know. Judge Woogie. Judge Woogie. I reckon you need to actually do... I think we need to... I think you need to get something like submissions or and I then do Facebook Live. Or I have to like as a like bikini blogger or something like that. No. I do like the idea of you getting out of the house and oh, being yeah. around but other people. But doing things that's, that aren't things like shopping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, just because you draw energy off other people. Oh, like I God, do. it's exhausting. Do you know what? And there's... <laughs> There's a, no, but don't you like it? Like, I need to be around other well, people. Well, I was only talking about this this morning with Mr. Wu because I, I know a couple of narcissists and I'm thinking, I wish I was a bit more narcissistic because nothing sticks. No. Everything slows up. They don't give a fuck about what anyone no, thinks. And, no. like, that would be nice just for a while. I know. They just bulldoze through life with nary a look back. Yeah. And then they go, why don't you call me anymore? And it's like... Because you're a cunt. Because you're a cunt. <laughs> and they're like... Yeah. And then they... They're like, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> How Apparently nice would that be? I know, actually. It would be really liberating, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be good? i tell you what is liberating, though, is when you know a narcissist, which I do, and you just go, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And, and they then... don't even know that you're done with them. Oh, no, mine know that they're, I'm done with them. <laughs> and then they uh, sent me an email saying, we think, you know, that's long enough. And I'm like, that's one of the whole points as to why... I'm not talking to you is because of exactly your, your behaviour right now. Telling me that, no, no, that's long enough for you. you need, we want, we need. It's like, no, need, what about I need? Yeah, you don't need me as a girl kicking no, dog anymore. I'm 47. I have a life full of beautiful, lovely friends and family. Sharon, I spent a week at home on my own, zip, zero zilch <gasps> for Christmas. Maybe my family is saving something in January when we're oh. together. But today yeah. I bought myself my very first diamond ring <gasps> and a beautiful citrine and diamond 14-carat gold necklace. My 16-year-old son gets home from a year-long exchange overseas in 11 days. Life is good. I hope we can see your Dick Jesus purchase. And I hope Oscar is okay. <laughs> I love Sharon Cook. She's one of my yes. girls that comes on our trips every year. Oh, is she? She has, honestly, the change I've seen in her in the last three years... She has gone from, like, someone who wouldn't say boo to a goose, who is just the most <laughs> amazing per- You You must meet her. Um, Christina, 1973 baby here too. Rock on, sister. All my love and wishes for a fabulously flushing 2020 for both of you. And here's just some family fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, you've always got something good to say. Yes. Have you read any good books, Belinda? Yes. I read a book called Idiot. By a an American um, comedian called Laura something, and she's all over. Uh, she's got a very interesting past. She was an addict, uh, cocaine addict, living in LA, and just sorted the shit out. What met, met this Englishman oh, who they were both at the party, and the only ones not drinking because they were both in AA. Right, um, and now they make the funniest videos on Facebook. Because oh. he's English and she's American, so they just fight all the time. Kathy um, <laughs> says, bloody hell, mm-hmm. you... F- oh, sorry, did you read a book? Who's? You. Did you read a book? Oh, uh, no, but I am... I'm actually going to start blogging again this year with my recipes 
But I'm also going to do a little bit of something. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to do the year I relearnt how to read. Okay. Yeah, because I I just don't, and I yeah, keep trying. You must. You and must. I must because if you're a writer, you I need mi- to be a reader. Yes, and I, apart from anything else, I miss it, and I've missed it for pretty much the twenty years I've been a parent. Um. Okay. Bloody hell, you youngsters. 1963 here. This is from Kathy. Sitting here in 42 degree heat. Kath, which is complaining about the heat, and feeling as flat as a tack. This time of year always gives me the blues and I'm feeling particularly hard in the last few days. Surprisingly, there was, but it's been bloody incredibly kind and supportive and a bloody good chat. Who knew? Oh, Kathy. That's called clutching at straws and that is terrific. Yeah. I mean, roll honestly, roll around in that for a while. Honestly. I know, and it is a weird time of year. I agree with you. It's it's weird because you you feel like it's it's like you lead up to Christmas and then your balloon has popped and there's nothing yes. left. Well, I was saying to you, I got I got post Christmas blues because it was so manic leading up to it and then I had a house full of people on Christmas day that was just glorious and I fed them all and they all loved it and it was all just so good. And then it was all over. And I was like, oh. So then I had people over last night. Yeah. To make you know, make me feel better. Oh, Holly is in the tropics. <laughs> I can't just... Deep in tropical, Kath. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, giving up, quit drinking for the hunt for 100 days. That's good. Yeah, that's Man good. Why is also silly doesn't quit drinking 100 days, three days ago. Help. No, Holly, if you want to do that, I think it's good. Yeah, I and keep going. That. Keep I going. That. I say as I sip on my second glass of Prosecco. Um, but I've got a friend of mine who stops drinking for the whole of February every right. year. She, 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 she goes hard. Yeah. She likes to drink, but yeah. the whole of February, she every just does year, a complete. She just does, a, like, um, um, her body mm. must go into some sort of <laughs> shock. I don't know. Yeah. Because you also didn't see it for the whole month. <laughs> She's sitting in a room somewhere shaking quietly in the corner. Going, mustn't have that. Mustn't nothing, have yeah, that. that's right. You'd um, the whole house of it. I curiously, um, oh, Beverly's in Queenstown avoiding the town and centre and fireworks because she doesn't wear Lulu yoga leggings when out and about <laughs> with a full face of makeup and trainers that cost more than my car. So she's sitting on the, ba- on the balcony and destroying this. Whoever said on their blog about Pedros House of Lamb is now in my will. <laughs> oh, what is that? Pedros. What is that? House of Lamb. It looks like something that's been delivered. Yeah. She's having that with the cheeky Stella Artois. Oh, and look oh, at that scene. But what, look at that. Are they? They're potatoes. They're roast potatoes, yeah? Go to the Facebook page, people. If you haven't joined the Facebook page, where the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. As Scott Morrison would like to say, where the fucking hell are you? Oh, Dale says she can't wait to hear about our Christmas and what's been happening. I think we've... Uh, okay, that? no, Christmas, uh, I had the morning here, uh, Jack winched because there was nothing under the tree for him and I looked at him and said, you got a kitten, you've just come back from fucking Japan for two years, for two yeah. weeks, so it's the FU. Yep. Um, the big one just, you know, grunted and then we went out to mum's and we were all quite well behaved. Considering because you can have some, you can have some feisty family gatherings. We can't you? can. There was there was one member missing, which mm. might have made it better. Um, there was well, one blow up, which I won't go into because I was the cause of it. Um, mm. And that's sort of been put to bed now. That was just a, a silly a silly thing that was done. 
and a silly thing that was said back and then a silly overreaction. You know, Christmas. Yes. You know, what Everyone's it's like. hot, tired, hot, tired, stressed. few drinks. few drinks. But I've got good prezzies. And the food My mum knocks out the best food ever. Like, not probably as good as yours, but yeah, probably better. Oh, yeah. No, your mum, yeah. <laughs> She had every species I'm not catered for. <laughs> she had the whole zookeeper. The zoo there was there. It was delicious. Can I tell you the story of my ham? Yes. So I ordered it from a farmer up in northern New South Wales somewhere. Bangalore? Uh, no, not Bangalore. It was another one that now I can't remember. So that's great, isn't it? Good anyway, so they, delivered, they delivered it. They said it's going to be delivered Thursday or Friday. The courier company will call you when they're on approach because they're not in refrigerated boxes and someone needs to be home. And I was like, that's fine. All the boys are going to be home. They'll call me. I'll call the boys. They never rang. It was 42 degrees even in Narrabeen that day. And it was delivered onto the back veranda at an indeterminate time because the boys were over at the beach and Felix was asleep because he'd worked until like 2am. And because he sleeps most of the time anyway. And he sleeps a lot. He's 19. And the boys got back from the beach and went, oh, you know, what's this box? What's the ham? Oh, we'll put it in the fridge. So I got home and was like, oh, the ham arrived. Like, thank you for putting it in the fridge. What time did it arrive? And they all just looked at me like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? And they go, oh, it was just there when we got back from the beach. When did you go to the beach? Oh, about 11. What time did you get back? Oh, three, maybe four. And I'm going, now that ham cost me about the equivalent of the GDP of a small African nation. And I'm just looking at it in the fridge going... Do I? Don't I? Do what I? What the fuck am I going to... Like, do I need to buy another ham? Like, of which would just be from our local butcher. Fucking, yeah. And... Subpar. Yeah, subpar. And I'm going, I'm feeding, like, 19 people. Like, I can't... Rancid like, ham. This was, like... So, I left it until the day before Christmas Eve. And I took one for the team. Yep. I opened it. And I ate some of it. You didn't shit yourself? And I just waited... And I went, when I was eating it, I was going, this is fucking delicious ham. Was it nice and smoky and dry? Yes. Yeah, I hate sloppy ham. A sloppy ham. Oh, wet ham. <laughs> Just thinking about Carl Sanderlands now. <laughs> and that wet ham. Oh, his, his thigh would be a wet ham. Can you shut up? <laughs> anyway, so I took one for the team. And then I think Felix took one for the team as well. And then we were fine. And so we had it. And Did you glaze that bitch up? I glazed that bitch. And can I just say, it was gone in two days. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I ate a lot of ham. I could never get enough ham. Leg ham. Like that. It was triple smoked. And I only got the triple smoked because the standard, normal, just cured ham was, they were sold out. And I was really nervous because I don't like, I'm not a fan of a lot of smoke. Like it's, sometimes it's overpowering. Anyway, it was so subtle and so beautiful. Okay, um, so Janine asked. How do I keep upbeat while looking for a job? Well, I'm on the job train. So I'm not going to tell you because I don't know because I haven't started yet. But, Kim, you've got a lot of experience. I do. We do go over this a fair bit. We do. It seems to be a It is very, very difficult because you sort of go, people go, don't take it personally. And you go, of course it's personal. It's me. And they've rejected me. It's They've not rejected you. They've put your application through an algorithm and if they haven't picked up enough of the words that they want to see, then you're immediately dismissed. So it has nothing to do with you, your age, anything else in the first instance. Um, and you actually just have to 
just go, you, you really do have to adopt that mindset of that wasn't meant to be. It's a numbers game. It's a sales game. It's yeah. a numbers game. I actually can't wait to start applying for a job. I'm thinking it's going to be. the content. Yes. I'm going to an interview in my bomber's jacket. Nice to meet you, young man. How can I, I assist you? Like, I think that could actually just be a job in itself, is applying for jobs. Oh, yes. And you could say things like, you know, oh, sorry, you're sitting on my friend there. You're like, have an imaginary friend. Uh, 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 you could go in and say, yeah, what do you like doing? And you say, I like drinking barocas in the morning a lot. Just like five barocas and ten coffees. That seems to get me I start my day with a mimosa. And uh, end it with a spliff. <laughs> That's, to that, that's today's head. That's today's like um, title. And I start the day with a mimosa and I end it with a spliff. Even though I can't smoke weed because it makes me paranoid, and then I eat everything and then I fall asleep. So I learned that at uni. It's not good for me. It's not, it's not good for me. Oh yeah, no. Um, so I, it's really difficult. It's actually really difficult, and I just think sometimes I think it's best to just let yourself feel really dejected and really sad. <laughs> And then go, okay, how is this helping me get the like get a job? And you go, it's not. So you get, pick yourself up and you move on to the next one. And I don't, if I don't want you, they're idiots. Um, really? Okay, where are we up to? Um, a Caroline. There's more to see in 73 at the Easter show. That's my friends is how I, my brain works. Oh, I can remember what I did an hour ago. I can't remember what I did an hour ago, but I can remember the show jingle from 40 years ago. Oh, my God. Caroline. That's fantastic. That's really that's Lisa Walker. New Year reinvention time, or just same shit, different year. Seems a lot be a lot of hype for what it is. I'm reinventing myself because I didn't. Ha- I had a shit sandwich year, so I have you to did. do something. And in fact, your 2018 wasn't great either. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it, that was when your self confidence started, started to die. To take a dive. Yeah. Um, 2016 was particularly horrendous. 2018 was the beginning of the shit show that was 2019. Yeah. So I actually have to reinvent myself. Yeah. Think of this is going to be great. I know. And what are you going to do? You're going to, you've got lots of fun things coming in. Lisa, what are you going to do? Reinvent yourself. I have a very wise friend of mine. His name's Fuzzy Goodman. And he's about 75. Yeah. A very, very wise man. Yeah. And I was in the car with him the other day and I said, Fuzz, I've got a problem. I'm in a rut. And he he's a very successful entrepreneur. And he looked yeah. at me in his deep South African voice yeah. and said, you have to change up every seven years. Yes. And it's the wisest advice because I have been doing what I've been doing for nearly 14 years and I haven't changed up once. Yeah. So I have seen my contemporaries change and grow and become successful entrepreneurs. I'm never going to be an entrepreneur because I can't work for myself because I don't really like myself that much. But then I can't work for other people either. But anyway, <laughs> um, change up every seven years. Yes. I think that's great advice. It's like they say you, you um, in a job, in a workplace, you should really, uh, five years, you should be moving. Yeah. Um, so Lisa, reinvent yourself. Uh, Caroline, plans for the potty maybe a gathering? Oh my god! How did those? How were those Christmas drinks that we organised? Those were amazing. Thank you, guys, so much for those who came. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what? I actually thought I need. I actually was going to bring my calendar and go. Okay, when are you going away on yep. your trips this year? And let's work out some actual dates to do something yep. now, and yep. then have them 
pinned permanently at the top of the Facebook page. Yep. And then we can, you know, if we get close to them. Are you fogging up? I am a bit. Yeah. Oh, my glasses are filthy. Well, these are my um, old glasses. Yeah, so, uh, yes, yeah, so Caroline. eyed So, Caroline, thank you for that. We will actually, I'm going to bring, next week I'm going to bring over a calendar and we're going to do a planning session. We need to know where you're from. That would be helpful. Yes. Let's do that. Uh, maybe we, we can do a separate little survey thing. Yeah, do a wrong. survey thing. Survey thing, and but then just do don't central say west. It. Don't say no. it. Actually, do it. Because oh, we right. did that thing in Bath. It was so much fun. It was fun. I loved it. Um, what am I going to? Uh, do you know what I really want to do this year? <sighs> a naked calendar. Well, you know, I do that every year already. <laughs> it's just you know, maybe this year I'll actually sell it to the public as opposed to just keep it for your own. Yeah. Um. No, I'd like to get a mentor. I think we're going to get a clothing brand on board. That'd be good. Whatever happened to the sex toy company? Well, I haven't checked my emails for two weeks. (laughs) I know, and it kept coming to my work email and going into the junk box, so that wasn't great either. Okay. Um, uh, Michelle, not one for Reza. Oh, are we? 69er. Other than the brain fog, I'm hoping I'm on the downhill for the hot flushes. Next, nearly two years on, keep podcasting. It got me through Christmas morning and the entitled children. Oh, oh, entitled, the entitled children. Oh, I tell you what, Grover is cruising for a bruising at the moment. Oh, my little one. If you've been watching this thing, it's called Big Mouth on Netflix. I love that show more than life itself. It, it has helped me through being the parent of an adolescent. Yeah, it's so good. The hormone monsters? Yeah. And and I say now, hormone monster. Yeah. That's not you speaking. That's what I should have said to Grover this morning. I should have just said hormone monster. Yeah. Because they're absolutely beautiful and then the the hormone monster just goes into their body. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, it is filthy. It's filthy and hilarious and and we would say like inappropriate, but it's not because it talks about going through puberty and it's with it's animated and it's kids. Like, like girls and boys. Yeah. Oh, it's and she's so just, funny. So my colleague and I have this thing where we're complaining about something we have to do at work and we both look at each other and go, me, 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 me. Because that's the scene when the girl gets her period and she's wearing a white shorts and she gets in the car on a school excursion and she gets in the car and her mum just sort of looks at her and goes, how was your day? And she bursts into tears. I have my period. And the mum goes, and I made you wear the white shorts. She made me, 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 me. Maybe wear the white shorts. <laughs> it's the best. It is the best. So if you've got teenage kids, get onto Netflix, Big Mouth, and just stick with it because it will. It's better than a psychologist. It is. And the first episode is so shocking. Yeah. That you kind of go, what the hell? But just keep going because the characters are so endearing. I just and love the one. Like I'm up to the one where the the girl runs away from the mum who's taking her to the psychologist. <laughs> Okay. Just get into yeah, it. It's really good. Okay, let's keep going. Um, Michelle's saying she's going to have a word for the year, and hers is restore. Where are you up to, love? Oh, just under uh, Janet. Janet, and we've got Kath saying thank you. Michelle. And we're getting some joy. Not one. Restore. Restore, that's interesting. And our saying is the things we lose have a way of coming back to us in the end, if not always, always. the way we expect. Luna Lovegood out of Harry Potter. Does anyone else do this? No. Have a word for the year. My word is always onward. Always. Because it just 
It actually does just. Yeah. It just it's does make has me keep going. Since I've known you. Yep. Onward. Mine is breathe. Yep. Just breathe. Like when you're in the dentist chair, when you're about to get, make a bad phone call, when you're about to like look around and realize that you've got all of this shit to clean up in the room after the dick juba <laughs> assassination. <laughs> just breathe. You know. You get through it. Um. She actually says, I make a list of three words and we pick one as a family and then we try and find the best Harry Potter quote to match the word. It's quite fun. We've tried individual words, but one word works best. Michelle, that is such a beautiful thing to do oh, as a family. So smart, these girls. I know, far out. That is such a great thing to do as a family. I'm going to do that. I think I might do that. And I think we'll be finding, we, we might be trying to find a phrase out of, the Star Wars franchise. <gasps> Have you seen the new Star Wars? No, I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. If you start talking about it, then I quit this podcast. <laughs> Have we made that clear? Have I made myself clear? Oh my God, so clear. Oh. Uh, happy New Year, girls. Jennifer, I'm dying to hear about the pissed off relative, Mrs. Wig. Well, no, we're not going into that. Uh, and I loved your emergency room analysis of other guests. So did I. If you follow Kim on Insta stories, she was very funny the other night talking about... Um, My what God. was going on? Tell us what, what was the standout. What was the standout? Uh, Observation. The young, I, uh, no, there's two. The young Indian man who came in and sort of accosted a nurse when the entire the wait like so the triage section was full and then the waiting room was full and he sort of accosted her and just was like I need Panadol, I need Panadol, and she's just looking at him like I mean the most withering stare you can imagine and she's like I love nurses. We can't actually just. Give out Panadol. You will have to wait if you want Panadol. Like she just gives her, if you want Panadol, you're going to have to wait to see the triage nurse and then you will go over there for your Panadol. Like it was just priceless. And then there was Jorge who just shuffled in in his, like, in his, in his cream coloured Lacoste loafers. And Jorge! What a name you gave him? Yeah. All right, yeah. And, um, and, and this. And this college jacket that was actually from the Super League era. So, you know, Super League. Like, that was, like, in the 1990... That was 1995 was Super League. And it was it had Mal Meninga and Panthers Oh, Mal Meninga's finger. And, you know, and he just sat there. And then he had a sleep. And then he went... And I'm, like, going, who are you? Like, why are you here? Like, you're not a, you're not a patient. You, like, I don't understand. What's going on? And then his phone rang and he stared at it for like 30 seconds and then answered it and he just went, hello. Like, <laughs> and I, it took all of my strength to not just go, hello. Like, and then he just, hello went, there. and then he just went, see, and then he hung up and then it rang two more times, maybe three more times. And each time was just like a one word thing. And then he got up and he sort of was shuffling around and he went up to some closed doors and he tried to peer through the gap. And I'm like going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, hey. like trying to haul, like trying to look through the gap. Right? I actually thought he was homeless. And then he went over to the other doors and he stood there for a good probably three minutes, maybe more, trying to press the swiper button. So, you know, they have their yeah, tag, yeah, yeah. right? And they swipe, not swipe it down a gap. Yeah, like yeah. they just hold it and it goes beep and opens the doors. He just stood there. Trying to press it, and then looking at the door. Trying to press it, and then and I was just going, "What is happening?" And then I was actually live storying it, and I looked up, and he was gone. And I went, "Oh, he got in! He got in! Through someone, let him in! Does anyone know who he is? Like, who knows who he is? Like, it was just yeah. He was he was my standout. 
He was, yeah, he was my absolute okay, well, was probably a bit, Actually, no. A bit more there information was, than we wanted to know. There was another, oh, oh, there's some more. Hang on. Yeah, there was this tiny little bird of a woman who came in at the same time as us. And she was sitting there and she was poor fit. Like, she was unwell. She had tissues and she was, like, really, but tiny, like, tiny little bird of a woman. And when she'd talk, it was a really soft talking like this. And she'd talk to the nurses like this. And you would just see the nurses just going, leaning in, just with an ear, just going, what the fuck? And I just reckon, like, if I was a nurse, I would just literally just be like, speak up. <laughs> that's why you're not a nurse. No, that's why I'm not a nurse. That's why you're not also, be working in front of people. Also, the whole, like, you know, um, bedpans and, you know. Blood and Donna shit. No, no wait. Oh fuck! No, we've had enough. No. So Kids. then her family arrived. Oh, her husband had the biggest beer gut I have ever seen in my life. It was like, like when I was pregnant at night, like at forty-one weeks, I was massive. You are so judgmental. Yeah. Or when I am in that situation, nothing is off limits. Nothing. And he was so huge, and you knew he just had that arrogance. He was just a—you just knew he had that arrogance. Squash that lovely lady. Yes, I'm like, well, she only rides him. He's not. Oh on top no, of her. no, 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 no. Anyway, no, no, and these two kids, the son was just this gormless, like, oh my god. The daughter was—I just sort of thought was quite cool because she had like a hoodie on, and you could tell like she had a few piercings, and she was a bit of a goth. But I just looked at that, and you know when you just go. I would love to know your dynamic. You know, like, what is that family dynamic? Like, they all came to be with her. Mind you, she'd been there for, like, three hours um, at that point. But if you don't stop talking about this in a minute, I'm going <laughs> to quit the podcast for good. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my hospital. It's very traumatic. It traumatises me every time. Okay, Donna, our beautiful Donna. Isn't she divine? I love Donna. Donna, we're going to go out to we're going out to dinner with Donna we and are. her husband. When are you going to come to the, the play as well? Oh, I have no idea. Because I'll what have to book about. I'll have to book tickets for all of us. How lovely to, to hear from you. Your chat brought me joy this week as while I performed the mundane tasks like removing a cane toad from the pool skimmer box Ugh. and massacred eight large mangoes which are now in the freezer will be a lovely sorbet as required. Kim, the diagnosis is not really a shock after observing your <laughs> cooking blitzes over the many years. <laughs> oh, that's my ADD diagnosis. Yes. <laughs> Julie, I was planning on seeing out 2019 with a bang, but I've been struck down by a migraine. Damn it, oh. there goes my plans of being a bartender at a private swingers party. Julie is so funny. Julie, are you... No, she that, is so Is funny. she kidding? No, no, she Because that kidding. is really cool. Yeah, no, she is funny. And Julie... She's been on one of my trips as well. Julie, I need to talk to you about <laughs> swingers parties. Okay, you can do that off the line. Um, I return... Oh, she pissed off the in... Joe. Pissed off. I also pissed off the in-laws on Christmas morning. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Joe. that's so good. I'm glad you did. Eileen, <laughs> uh, I, re- I returned from Costa Maria where I offloaded a shitload of shit and survived the fasting. Oh, that's right. <gasps> that's now, right. I'm Eileen. so busy. It is unbelievable. I don't know how to, and I will manage to fit it all in. Time management is an underrated skill and we are planning to see in 2020 with a banger. Hopefully not a caffeine Enema. I know. Did no, I read that last bit up. No, that's what she had. I know. She was having caffeine and something else, enemas. Okay, we've got to really push through now, Cindy. No, we don't. Can't wait, girls. Tips on making myself a priority in my life. Sounds ridiculous. But I'm always sorting out stuff at home that seems to overwhelm me before and after work, leaving me exhausted. Cindy. I'm going to let this one have this. You have to actually make the time. 
And you have to actually go, you know what? Me stopping for half an hour is more important than actually getting that load of washing on. That's what you have to do. And I had this very conversation with Rob this morning because he said to me, if, you know, my thing about us going to get a coffee ever becomes a point where you're just looking at me going, really? Like on the list of everything we've got to do, you still want us to go and get a coffee? He said, you need to tell me. And I went, the, one of the main things when I first started going out with him was him teaching me to stop and take a moment. And that taking that moment actually then makes everything else not seem so overwhelming and so onerous. So this is coming from a woman who's now taking speed. Yeah. But, you know. It's so good. It's so true. So today, we didn't go for a coffee this morning because we had a house full of boys who'd had a sleepover. They were all Grover's friends. And he's the most... Dusty. He's the most... Well, no, I was actually all right. But he was the most dangerous. (laughs) And so I was like, we actually can't, like... We've got other people's children's here, and, yeah, they're, yeah, and yeah. they're still only twelve. Yeah. Like if they oh, were like, no, 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 no. if they were fifteen, you know, sixteen, but they were twelve, and it's like, no, we can't go. No. But then once they had gone, we went and we had a coffee. And do you know what? Like that morning coffee where we just sit mm. together and just shoot the breeze or talk about something that's in the news or whatever. Yeah, well, that yeah, means yeah. the rest of the day is okay. Well, you know, Mr. Or if the day isn't okay, you've had that moment yep. that gives you the emotional fortitude to get through it. Well, Mr. Wig and I, this morning after we'd had our showers and he'd done his stuff and, and we were sat down on the couch together and we just talked for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's just so important as a couple yeah. to just have that conversation, but not just about kids and shit and what needs to be done. Yeah. We talked about what was going on in the world, how we felt about it yeah. and things like that. So I don't know what the question was now, but... Um, no, it was no, about so how to make yourself yeah. a priority. And that's, you know, and that's it. But I used know? to be, um, and I wrote a column about it, which went viral. It was, it was like the day I had an absolute mental breakdown. Because I was so obsessed with being perfect, um, my body shut down. Mm. Like, I had so much stress running through me, like birthday cakes and, and things being folded and like, what's the point if someone comes over? Like, right now, yes. you're sitting here in a room with shit everywhere, you know, that yeah. 15 years ago, I you would have been just horrified. Been, yeah. I would, lower your standards is the Same. best thing you yeah. can ever do. You have to pick which hill you're going to die on. And are you going to die on a hill where you have a pile of washing on your lounge when your friends come over? Because if that's the hill you're going to die on, you're going to die within 12 months. Like, you can't. Like, you just got to go, do you know what's really important? Me and my relationships with people, and that's what I'm going to focus on. And the rest of it, the washing will just, I don't care. Now, I'm just like, my boys live out of the the plastic tubs that I bought to sort their washing into because I got sick of it living on the lounge. Yeah. So now I sort it into, and they just live out of those. I don't think my Such boys. Such a great idea. I don't think my boys have pulled anything out of their drawers in about two look years. Fat ass mozzie. Oh, look at how slow it is. Hmm, it's oh. probably juicy up on us. No, it's probably just bit. Is new. it a mozzie? Anyway, I oh. love that idea of getting just the tubs and putting the tubs of clean clothes into their room, and yeah. they can just. Oh. Yeah, and you know what? Like every now and then, for a reason. Every now and then, it really gets me down. <laughs> like I'm actually like, just fucking put it in your drawers. Why are you living out of a tub? Are you a savage? And then I'm like, I don't care. What what 
does it like in the grand scheme of life is it that important okay christy why school holidays so long (laughs) my two um uh obviously competing in some sort of international competition of how many fights they can have one day not sure entirely sure but i think they're in the lead um i wonder how old they are yeah she says my two seven and sunglasses (gasps) so maybe teenager um, mine, mine, mine are black belts. I knew what I just removed myself because it's all about me. Yeah. It's all about trying to like, do, they dob on each other in front of me. I just tap yeah. myself out of my room. Or if they're in my room and doing it, or if I'm in my study and I'm they're doing it, I say, get out. Mm. Take it outside. Not interested. Don't give them. It's like giving it's, it oxygen. It, it, it does you get give involved. It yeah. I'll get involved if a knife comes out. <laughs> yeah. Or they break a glass and then go at each other. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, Justine, any tips for redefining my relationship with my stepmother after my dad died in July? I find her very challenging and stressful to be around, but I feel so guilty not making an effort. Walk away, Justine. Well, actually, no. Okay, I take that back because I don't know anything else about (laughs) the actual situation. That's called a a gun trigger (laughs) reflex. Um, I just think you need to have some boundaries and you need to work out what will help you with your oh thanks hi jackie what you need what will appease also guilt's just a dreadful dreadful trait to have Mm. like try and get rid of guilt as much as you can but work out what the minimum thing that you can do with her that will appease your sense of yes so i think we did talk about it on the last one where i'm currently not um in contact with my dad and stepmother Mm. Because I reached a point where I went, I am not having a relationship based on guilt and obligation. No. I'm just not it's doing like, well, it. You're not getting anything from it. No one and, does. No. And so I think it's working out what you want from that relationship and what she wants from that relationship. Or what, what, what you need from that relationship. Yeah. And sometimes that needs to actually be a conversation. Yeah. It needs to be a difficult like moving forward. Ugly toe clenching. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna do this. Oh they feel conversation. so much better after you do. But then you do it and it's like you both know where you stand. You both yeah. And then you feel so much better. I did this course like a hundred years ago, um, called Crucial Conversations. It's known, it's well known. There's a fabulous book that you can get and um there's it's a whole you know, like like workplaces do it and stuff. I think um, at Rob's work, it's compulsory that they all had to, have to. You all have to do it. Mm. it sounds um, like something that everyone should do. And it is so helpful because it talks so much about the um, what we bring to a relationship and a conversation and an interaction and how many assumptions and presumptions yeah. we make, and that you have to stop doing that and actually come to it. With a level of respecting the other person and then and, and taking out that, oh, they're going to say this or, or they're going to do that. And or presumption. And um, so that may also be a really useful thing is like looking at that book. It's called Crucial Conversations and I, and I really also, highly recommend and it. And I also think, if I may be so, I'm dying to use the word candor today. Please excuse my candor. But we've also become highly hypersensitive as a community and as yeah. a people. Yeah. You know, we need to learn to be a bit more resilient as well. Yes, we do. Yes. And not so, yeah, and not so hyperreactive. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Uh... Ruth Robinson. 
I feel aging old. dad, ditzy stepmother, saying no to regular and sa- yes, more of saying no. Oh, Ruth Robinson, you're a bloody legend. You get our gold star. Yes. Bring on 2020 and more of saying no at re- regular and satisfying intervals. Saying no. Um, okay, so here's my thing. Doing what I do, being <laughs> an influencer. A soothsayer. Um, you get invited to go to a lot of things and you're obliged to go to a lot of things. And my, my initial reaction is no. Yes. But I'm going to start doing things that I actually want to go to. Yes. Not things that I feel like I need to go to to make someone else happy. Yes. Yes. Good work. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Sandra, or oh, having un- having uncomfortable conversations with family about very old issues uh. and the never-ending how to get teen boys to get along. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they don't. Just, just let it go. They're not going they to. Don't. There's nothing that you can do that's going to make them get on. No. So just get over it. Honestly, I have spent so much time. Go out and watch Big Mouth. And then you will learn so much that, like, <laughs> you're just beating yourself up against a brick wall if you're going to try and get your teenage kids to get along. If they get along, that's fantastic. Woohoo, gold medal for you. But they won't. No. Because hormone monster. And also sibling monster. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're all fucked up. Um, the long line here from Gabrielle. Gabrielle, I know you have both have boys. Yes, I'm asking you tonight to please take a moment and silently raise your glass to salute oh. all of us out there with tween. Twelve-year-old, especially I girls. Hear they're bad. Oh, I do hear they're terrible. bad. My friend Marina, sweet Jesus, she's just living the yeah, I nightmare. Hear, I, I hear they're bad. Um, those of us who are just struggling to hold it together, whose latest, though by no means only, escapade may or may not have included a chase out of their house while holding a cake of soap after particularly vulgar language was spat out of the teen mouth, squarely directed at parent. We need to know you have our backs that you are there to support us through the next five years and maybe help raise funds for the forthcoming therapy and alcohol bills. Have a fabulous new year and just remember to keep plucking. Oh, Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle. You're a legend. We are so with you, girlfriend, honestly. There is so many. It seems to be a thing that's coming up and up again. It's like these teenagers and what they are doing to us. And my mine, mine try and shock me now. They tell me, like, the, I say, like, I really don't want to hear anymore. Yeah. You know, um, and and then they're beautiful, and then you, you just want to kill them. You want to talk, take take mm. a, a fucking pillow, and, and then put they it do something, and you just go, okay, yeah. they're not. I'm not drowning them in the lake today. I know they are tough, though, and I hear teenage girls are tough. Oh my god, I'm kind of glad I got boys. I sort of I look at like so we were we were at my friend's place the other day, and her 12 year old daughter had two friends over, and they just made me angry, like just looking at them. I just looked at them, like, they must have, I don't know what they thought of me because I looked at them as if I'd just smelt a rotten egg. Like, I was like, oh, you are vile. <laughs> Piss off, all of you. And they are so pretty. And they're so pretty. And they're so... <laughs> but they are so pretty. Ugh, I was saying that pretty. It's just fucked. Why are the ugly ones oh, these days? Okay, I love this one. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> can you say it? Oh, just shut up, you stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> My exact words to my mum as the perimenopausal hormones pumped through my body on a Christmas day after she just told me to stop managing her. Luckily, it got mostly ignored, except by my sister who laughed and laughed. I want to be in your family. I love it. She actually says further on that her mum gives as good as she gets and she's a fiery South American, born Australian with a sailor's mouth and a very quick temper. 
I spend most of my time with her holding my tongue, as do most of the family. This one just slipped out before I could swallow it. It didn't turn into a fight. I mean, holy shit, didn't turn into a fight. And have or, or have any further repercussions. It was more funny than aggressive. Oh, my God. I love it. I love My it. mum is on her fourth marriage, so I grew up with a lot of extended step family around. My family dynamic is very unusual, so this was not a dramatic event. Not a dramatic event, just par for the course. I think I'll find my first contestant for Judge Woogie. <laughs> oh, holy mackerel. That is That is epic. Just... And I tell you what, I, I absolutely take my hat off in honour of you telling the truth. It's so good, the truth-telling that comes out here. And I mm. wanted to say that to 10 million people on Christmas Day, yeah. and I didn't. Hey, I need to tell you, I need to interrupt the stories. So, on Boxing This is a bumper day, edition, by the way. It is a bumper edition. On Boxing Day, or the day after Boxing Day, I woke up and I could hear Mum vacuuming upstairs. And I went, she's, she's vacuuming Felix's room, because Felix lives upstairs now. And I remember looking at it the other day and saying to Felix, we need to clean this room. Yeah. And anyway... She came downstairs at one point. Felix was downstairs and she said in passing as he walked past, oh, Felix, I had to throw that shirt and that bag out. I tried to clean them, but they were, it was hopeless. So I just threw them out. So he's 19. Yeah. And she threw out some of his belongings yeah, without asking. Not cool. She cleaned his room without asking. And I know it's her house and I know it's, you know, like there's all of that stuff. But he's 19. He's the most private of my four boys. And he's also 19. He's an adult. You No, you have a conversation and you go, I need you to clean your room, Felix. Yeah, he actually, as an adult, should be doing that himself. Right. So what else she did, though? She got under his bed. His bed is low to the ground. So she would have had to be 76. She would have had to be on her hands and knees. So there wouldn't have been a green tree snake under there. There was not a green tree snake. But there was stuff... That he said to me, because he said to me, she's pulled out everything under my bed and put it on my bed like it's like a... Trophy. Like, no, like it's a um, evidence. <laughs> like SVU. Yeah. And I just went, oh, God, was it all your drug paraphernalia? And he goes, no, it wasn't. He said, but it's stuff that I wouldn't want you or Rob to see. And she's just laid it out on my bed. That's a bit weird. And I just, so I just was the ball of the the ball of fire, like in the chest, you know, the rage ball of oh, fire. Oh, I would have two. I had one for him for being such a fucking slob. Yes. And then I'd have one for your mum. Yes, exactly. So I just said to him, so anyway, I said to Rob that night, we need to buy him. I said, I want to buy him a safe box that he can put things in that he doesn't want anyone else to see that and he can lock it and it's just right and Rob's so we go to Bunnings to get this and I said something to Felix later that day and I just went and he said oh you know he said it's so fascinated what sort of things would go in that box oh I know I'm just going and mum oh anyway so I'm just like so we go to Bunnings right and Rob's looking at these various things he's going I think you should have rounded corners so that people don't like take their you know gouge their leg and I said for god's sake you had four babies so let's get and I just went no no and then we're looking at these different boxes and I said I want him to have that one and he goes okay that's very um it's very sort of military sort of hardcore and I went yeah and then he we got back to the car and he went I get it and I, and I went what and he goes 
that and how like just metal and like silk like I said that's like your fuck you and I went I said well I hadn't actually really thought about it but yeah so then the next day mum comes down we have a problem with Felix I'm like oh okay and she's like well you know I cleaned his room and like there was nothing that I hadn't seen before or that I didn't know about and I haven't told a soul what was the un- you know what was there but you know he had these things in his room I had to clean his room it was filthy I've never seen anything so filthy it was the filthiest room in the filthiest and you know three bags of rubber and, and then she goes but he's bought this massive metal box and I went and I just went yeah we bought it for him and she sailed over that speed bump like it had not even been mentioned. And then she was like, well, it's in front of the cupboard where his clothes go. And I said, so he put his clothes on top of it. Like, don't worry, just leave his clothes on top of it. And it's just like, she's like. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, my God. And I said to Felix, so this has been ongoing for days. So I said to Felix, listen. There's just got to be some stipulations yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, he has to take some ownership in that as yeah. well. I said, I know that's she's completely fair. violated your privacy and that's not cool. But you also have to take ownership of the state of that room. Yeah. And yeah. that you can't leave it yeah. like that. You are not. You have to show some respect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good times. <laughs> Happy story. Good times. Yeah, so now he has this fuck off lockbox that I just am like yeah okay well that leads nicely into um Kylie I've been on a PMS induced rage clean around the house over the last few days and the husband and kids are not sparking joy for me right now and the puppy's also shat on my He's on, on my, my shit list. list after she peed on my freshly washed bedding. Is it okay to follow Marie Kondo's advice <laughs> and con Mari a lot? <laughs> I'm so glad it's only the first day of the year, aren't you, Kim? <laughs> I know. I think it's going to be terrific. Everyone's just like, you know, oh, it's a whole new year. It's like resolutions, revelations, reinvention. And actually we're all just like, oh, for fuck's sake, put your washing away. Vacuum your floor. Lisa, could you give a shout out to my friend Emma, please? She's been separated from her kids. This is shit. Oh, shit. In the shit. middle of the Shoalhaven fire, the kids spent their part of their New Year's Eve under fire blankets in a car with her ex-husband, <gasps> who is the captain of these RFS brigade. They seem okay now, but uh, what my friend went through was very traumatic. I oh, think. I like fuck. So, like, like. Those shots of that woman on the on the boat with her two kids, like no, well that was the son. He was driving the boat, and she was holding the other. What is happening with me? She's just gone so goosey. Like honestly, it's just dreadful. So shout out to Emma. Uh, I've been wondering how Chewy's going with Dusty and the family. Last I remember, you were saying you were having a co-parent agreement with the neighbour. Yes, we did have a meeting, um, and Chewy decided to move in with Duncan, which I carry a lot of guilt with. Um, I go down and visit him every second night and we have a chat and everyone seems happy but me. Bloody cats. I know. Chewie's just gone, yeah, this guy feeds me and I don't have to share it with anyone else. It's good. <laughs> so glad you're back. I've been listening to old podcasts and there have been quite a few very <laughs> Well, we are so glad we're back. We're going to leave you because that was a bumper edition. I'm sick of talking. I'm sick of talking um, to you. <laughs> Oh, can I tell you what I did yesterday? <laughs> Do you know what I did yesterday? Last, well, yeah, last year now, the CEO of NIB Health made some really terrible comments and I just thought he was just a... Did you write a letter? No, I didn't write a letter. I should have. Yeah. But instead, 
I just went, fuck you. I've been with you since I was about 23, 24, 22. And I'm walking. And so I changed all of my health insurance yesterday. Awesome. That is all. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed What this, a high note to leave on. This bumper edition. <laughs> brought to you by our good friends at Deck Jesus. Um, we will put all the links up for the clothes that we like. So, um, Deck Jesus, you can thank us there. Send us a check or some clothes or whatever you want to do. Kim, happy new year. Happy new year. I love you and I love our friendship and I love all of you out there listening. So, as we like to say, just keep plucking.